When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on the Causeway Street Podcast. In case you missed it, uh, other than um, DeMarcus Cousins, who the Nuggets have recently signed, they've traded Sean's other boy, Bobo, to the Detroit Pistons <laughs> for Rodney Magruder. <laughs> why are you breaking Bobo news right now, <laughs> No, no. The reason why? That's because you know, Bobo would have been a much better draft pick. Hindsight being 2020. Than what, Grant Williams? No, then, then, then Taco Fall. The Celtics should have been out on Bobo, bro. <laughs> I would, I would trade Neesmith for Bobo in a second, and wouldn't even think. A- I still can't believe Sean Ducha got his guy for the Celtics, man. This is another episode of the College Street Podcast. Jose Bobo here, Sean Ducha, Joel Bobo. Don't act like you saw this thing coming because I want to say it was random, but the fact that the Celtics acquired Bowl Bowl this past week, right after an episode where Sean was talking about acquiring Bowl Bowl, I mean, what are the chances of that? But that's exactly what happened this past week for the Celtics. We'll get into the NBA trade deadline, of course, if we are expecting to see any other deals or if this is an indication of what's to come, which is maybe something similar or nothing at all. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about what that means for the Celtics team. And we'll uh, we'll dive into um, this shooting slump that Jason Tatum's in right now. Uh, the Celtics comeback fell short Wednesday night, and uh, you know Tatum didn't didn't necessarily help the cause. Right, uh, twelve points, zero for seven from behind the arc. We'll get into that, and of course, uh, look ahead with Sean's segment and uh, wrap things up with Joel's in case you missed it. We make our trip around the NBA, but yeah, I mean, look, the Celtics acquired Bull Bull and PJ Dozier for the Denver Nuggets. They sent Quancho uh, Hernan Gomez to the San Antonio Spurs. It's a move that frees up money. So that's clearly the initiative here. But, I mean, for someone like Hernan Gomez, who I thought would fit, I don't know, whoever this player acts will be, <laughs> that players, that, that, that Celtics fans are, like, drooling over, I thought um, he would be one of those guys to help match contracts. So I don't know, fellas. You tell me. Like, I, I can't help but wonder, like, Whatever move is coming up is not going to be as big as people think it is. And, and listen, I'm in the camp of let's not split up these two All-Stars quite yet. You know, so I'm not looking for, like, that type of move or, or even uh, another move that would involve, like, you know, I don't know, Marcus Smart or not. And, and look, it's not that I'm just completely against trading someone like Marcus Smart, but, like, I just don't think his value's up there, you know? But then I was looking forward to a guy like Hernan Gomez being shoved into a deal to make contracts match, you know, maybe a... a, a Josh Richardson, you know, for for a sharpshooter. You guys know how I feel about Buddy Hill, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen now. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. And the Celtics lost again, so that's where we're at here, you know, at the College Chief Podcast. I mean, nothing new, right? 500-team Celtics, you know, just trying to give you guys a dose of optimism on this damn show like we always do every Yo, single I mean, week on this shit. podcast, man. Just when, you thought, just when you thought, they're like, oh, this might be it, right? Five Five wins out of six games. And then, you know, you, you drop, you drop this one to the, to, to the Hornets. And right before that, 
you know, this this trade goes down and so many people are confused. <laughs> another 6.9 TPE is involved now. Another uh, another TPE to talk about and shit like that. The fact that that when Juancho originally got traded here, I was so happy for two reasons. You know, they got they got rid of uh, Carson Edwards. And I didn't think that was even possible. And I really thought that he was going to take fucking Grant Williams minutes. But Grant Williams has just stepped it up this year. Juancho sucked, man. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, played, he played like two minutes a game, if that, bro. And, and there was so much opportunity with, like, the way the team was going down with COVID. You never saw that guy even get a single, like, lick of run. No, they, they brought in Joe Johnson instead. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, so, no. I'm not, not worried about it. I mean, it is an interesting point, as you bring up, Sway. Like, his contract was so bloated that, like, it would have been a nice little thing to, like, throw into a deal, but I mean, yeah. that was the talk around town the moment he landed here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he, he had another year, right, left on this deal, if I'm not mistaken? I was just going to say that I don't think the Celtics are going to add a player that's better than Bobo. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah, what's your problem? That's not a bad thing, Bobo. Continuing, continue the Bobo talk from last episode. Huh? Bo- after you, after you guys shit on me for that one, huh? <laughs> Bobo is a legitimate stud just waiting to be coached. Hold on, or hold on. GM by the right guy. Okay. Um. Can Can we preface this with the cue fact up, that he's? I, I was gonna say, cue cue up the uh the the clip from fucking draft night with this guy losing his damn mind when Bobo got drafted. Well, that and then you know, fast forward to this week, the the dude is out for fucking eight at least eight weeks, eight to twelve fucking weeks. Yeah, he's, got he's not bad playing feet, anytime bro. soon. He's got bad so feet, I, bro. <laughs> I don't hey. think he's playing that often. Something to be honest. Fix the feet. Come back next year. Be on. <laughs> Legit and let's go. You know what I mean? Ducha, Ducha was yeah, like, Yeah, Goldman does have an extra year on that contract. I would double check. Yeah, so, Ducha yeah, was like, Yo, but don't sleep on Doja. I was like, The guy who tore his ACL at the beginning of the season? Yeah, uh, I think I'm think I'm sleeping on him. Yeah, you may want to sleep on him because I didn't know he was. He was he's this, a, is a, this is an option, though. Like he's a money grab. He's a money grab, but he's a free agent. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I like Doja as a player, but I, I, I honestly, uh, I, I apologize. I yeah. wasn't track of pj dozier injury status uh <laughs> while he was playing on the nuggets and i figured he was just playing his seven to eight minutes a game so excuse yeah. me yeah he's also like the, the the third worst injury on that damn team this season but <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i i don't i i do i i just i think the trade is like cool because i got bobo and that's, feel, <laughs> that's it that's feel, all that's all it is, that's all it is. makes me feel good. so obnoxious dude no no, I don't feel great about you. No, but, but it's like it's like but. you get you get you failed the physical on the Detroit Pistons. You failed the physical for no. the Detroit Pistons, bro. No, it's not even about that though. It's about the fact that Sean's just excited about the, the Celtics' like newest mascot. Like, get out of here, man! I'm done with this whole like Bobo. taco bobo <laughs> freaking. Oh, look how tall this guy is, and this is a man. Come on, you know. But listen, bet on line, that bet being on line. said, I don't hate the trade, but I don't want to hear this whole oh well. Look off the ball. Right, just relax, okay? We'll, we'll revisit this conversation another time. Uh, but but I like the fact that the Celtics consolidated but, one contract and turned into two guys who not not only do you have both of these guys as bird rights, but you also uh, you save a little bit of money. So that's that's good. I'm not I'm not mad at them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's a nice thing to like save some money. I do think like the weird thing is like I know that we were going to use Hernan Gomez's contract, but they also got another TPE out of the deal, right? I mean, a small yeah, one, about a million, yeah. So, I mean, that adds up to contract fodder, too. And 
you know, if Hernan Gomez has term on his deal, that could be a harder contract to add into a trade. But maybe it is not better to have just a free million dollars to just take in salary. So I don't know. Uh, it's, it, I, I don't have a ton of faith that they're going to make a big move uh, or even a midsize move. Uh, like Schroeder, maybe they try to move Schroeder. I that's don't your think best that, bet at this point. That's your best bet just because he's so cost-effective for, like, you know, a team that wants a guy just literally for half a year. And what are you actually going to get out of that? And then who are you trading him to? And then are you in a better position to benefit from Schroeder than actually trading him for whatever scrubs you're going to get? I just don't see – I don't I don't see the, the cards lining up for um, the Celtics to, to really make anything happen unless they talk to an impending free agent. They, you know, backdoor that they, you know, want to get him with the Celtics before signing him as a free agent, you know. That would be tampering, Sean. It would definitely be tampering, but, you know, Brad Stevens knows how to tamper. (laughs) He told you? Yo, Brad Stevens is so not a tamperer, man. No, he's definitely not a tamperer. He's definitely the guy that's like – Guys, hey, this is Denver. Bradley, Bradley Beal. Um, I'd love to discuss a contract extension as much as you would, but that would be tampering. So I, I'm going to end this conversation. That's <laughs> pretty much. That's how that would go, right? Um. Anyway, anyways, I don't know. That they're not. That, do you, do you got? What do you guys feel like? Do you feel like? Look, I mean, a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to make a move. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I it's, I think it goes without saying that I got to make a move just to make a move, right? Um, whether it's Marcus Smart or whoever, like, I think this trade in particular kind of signals that, like, all right, this team isn't where we thought it they would be at this point of the season. So, uh, let's not have to pay crazy luxury tax for a team that, you know, might not go as far as we thought they would and kind of set us up for the offseason type of thing. But, Again, like I don't think there's gonna be any 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 fireworks, and and I, I know I know Celtics Twitter wants they want every single trade or, or move to be like you know <clears throat> groundbreaking, earth shattering. That's just not gonna happen this season. Is either one of you um or either one of you concerned about Jason Tatum? I mean, we've seen him go through these slumps, right? And, and typically, he'll respond with like a forty piece, right, or like some sort of dominating game where he scores like seven three-pointers. So, like, I guess my question is, I just wanted to preface this by saying, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, is he, you know, is it the Tatum we're going to see for the rest of the season? I mean, I don't think that's true, but what do you guys think it is in in grand scheme of things, right? I mean, it's not just this recent stretch. I mean, this recent stretch has been the worst of this entire season, but if you just look at his stats overall, I mean, he's shooting, what, 31% from behind the three-pointer, right? I mean, I was afraid that was the He's in danger of being below 30% from, from, from behind the arc. I mean, for a team that doesn't shoot well from that area, you need your superstar to shoot better than that, especially when you're talking about someone like Tatum who shot almost 40 last season. And he shot over 40% the season before that. And his rookie year, I mean, it was even higher than that. So, like, look, I get it. The role's different. You know, they're, they're not as many options. But I just feel like in terms of his scoring or, or his shooting, rather, it's going in the opposite direction. And a lot of these open shots that he got Wednesday night where he went 0 for 7, 
like five of those, at least five of those were wide open. So what what is it? What do you guys think it is about Tatum right now? I, um, I think it's, I think he's in his own head, uh, to be honest. Um, as simple as that may sound, but I just think he's, he's doing too much at times. Um, this whole season overall has been like his worst percentage wise. He's barely in the forties, you know, overall on the court. Is that because Eman needs to be more of a playmaker? Is that what this whole thing's about? Because his, his turnover rate ain't much better. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Like- oh, that's a, that's a, that's the thing because you look at you look at Jalen for for example, right? Their stats are almost identical, even down to the fucking turnovers. They're turning the ball over like three times a game or so. Sometimes it seems like it's a lot more. But my my point is, I think when you got smart out, for example, and you know you so some, some sometimes these games turn into you know ISO Schroeder. Even though Schroeder's been, he's been more uh, of a playmaker as well in the last few games. But I think when he's not, when Tatum's not going like offensively, and they're down in the game, that's like the worst combination for him because he just takes it upon himself like, Yo, I'm just gonna shoot my way back into it. It's just, it's just one of these like bad habits type of things. And especially when he's missing going into the lane and he like, feels like he's getting fouled, he's not getting these calls. Then I think I, I think he just he just settles for 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 jumpers, even when he's wide open. That's whack. Yeah, I don't like that, fellas. I don't like that. No, I I, I do think the three point percentage is, is is a little bit alarming, right? But I will say he's still he's getting to the hoop. He's getting to the hoop this year, I think, better than he has in past. Sean, if Jalen Brown was shooting under or close to thirty percent, he, he would shooting? not be like that. better than that. I don't even need to look. Really better than that. He's probably what, like thirty three percent, bro. Hey, hey, Jalen's the efficient king. All right, maybe not from behind the three point arc, but he does better than his all star counterpart. No, listen, listen. Any, any, <laughs> no, any listen. geared towards any hate geared towards Tatum and Tatum's. Uh, see, that's offense. just it, though. It's not hate, though. It's it's an observation, bro. <laughs> that's what it no, is. Not, it's not an observation because you're you're going to tell me then that. This season, you feel like Tatum's not been playing well. Uh, he's not. He's not efficient, and that's been part of his game as he's been progressing through his. Yeah. You know, was his fifth year in, his, in, in the league? So do you it was think a bad you shooting? Think, it's a bad shooting year. Yeah, I'm it's a bad shooting. A bad, year. I'm not saying a bad year. It's a bad shooting. Yeah, year. it's a bad what? shooting year. But don't you think that's part of? Uh, uh, you, you can't say he's gotten better from last year, can no. you? No, and Jalen's shooting thirty six percent. By the way, thank you. Me. I was just about to say that. Okay, great, great, great. So awesome. Yeah, it's a fucking show. All right, we got to I will put this. I will put I will put money. I will put I will put whatever you want to bet on the fact that at the end of the year, we're looking at three point percentage. Tatum will shoot a better percentage from three point than Jalen Brown. It's just the averages are averages because they're motherfucking averages and he's a better three point shooter. So I I bet you. I bet you if you want to take that bet. Still doesn't right. answer the question, but all right. So you're not concerned. I know, right? <laughs> no, I, I, I no uh, concern from Sean. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> that's a little bit of a long way around to the fact that if you guys remember at the beginning of the year, I was a little concerned about Jason Tatum because he did. But he come passed off. the eye test though for you. So so Tatum has played more basketball since the since the shutdown. I think Tatum has probably played more basketball than anyone in the NBA when you consider the deep playoff runs that he made in the bubble. The you know what? That he played all last year, and then he played. Well, he if you just look at this season, Sean's actually a good point. I think I want to say he's third in the NBA minutes per game. I want yeah. to say that. Yeah. And, 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 but, but like, 
I didn't know that, which is even worse because I think yeah. like it's the he's, most he's played his entire career. He's yeah, played so sure. much basketball in the last year and a half, and then you then fine coming into this year, the Celtics are relying on him to be the number one option. Jalen Brown missed a significant amount of time, which is why his minutes are probably up. I mean, and and then he got COVID. I mean, again, which we know how COVID affects Jason Tatum. So, have seeing him come back and not playing at the best to his of his abilities, like you know, it, it's a little bit to be expected. But I I still think at the same time, like I've seen things from him different than just scoring this year that makes me think that he's he's you know, still progressing and still getting better. So. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you this, right. When it comes to what you said about Tatum and his, and his playing and his, uh, how much he's played since the bubble. Yeah. He's, he's third, by the way. I try to get this in. Uh, yeah. He's third behind, um, <clears throat> Van Fleet, 38 minutes a game. Uh, Harden is 37 and, uh, Tatum is 36.7. How did, uh, Van Fleet and Harden do in the Olympics? Joe, what are you going to say? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> how many minutes did Tatum average in the Olympics? For real, he was the number one. He was on a forty entire time. He was the sixth he man. Was the sixth but man yeah, bro. he played a lot. Are you serious? He probably played more minutes than Devin Booker. No. He played more minutes. He's like twenty three, man. All right, it's what you're supposed to do. Uh, Damn it! I understand, but sometimes that'll catch up to you, especially if it's not on your regular. Like, if if it wasn't the fact that. Everything got delayed, and then the Olympics still happened on time. Then we'd be talking about a different story. But the fact that the season got pushed to what was it in 2020? The season got pushed. What was that? Uh, Christmas. Are you talking yeah. about the the bubble? Or are you talking about after the bubble? The the bubble was was happening, and then all of a sudden the season happened. And yeah. It was <laughs> training camp was in like fucking October. I'm saying like still, and the finals was in August. I still will. I I will. I will. I will bet that there's not a player in NBA history that has played more professional basketball in the two year period that Tatum's played basketball. Like I, I bet. You. Uh, LeBron. No. LeBron yeah. had the whole summer off. No, I'm not saying like right now, but like and LeBron. LeBron, got, LeBron is, how many finals did he go to? How many times he went to the Olympics? How many? You know yeah, I mean? no, no, bro. No, but you're saying the last like what year or so, right? Yeah, I'm saying like in a in a in a in the span that like. Oh, okay. I think you talk about like overall. He's had three. He's had basically three seasons in a two year span. LeBron never had that. Plus the Olympics, you know, it's tough. Yeah. No, I mean, what I was what I was going to say is, look, I think you know, bottom line, and this. And this just goes to how this team has just been playing, like overall, watching. And not that, not that this dude had a great game. Um, I'm talking about like Haywood, right, coming in here. Basically, like that that season, Kemba's first year here in Boston. The 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 focus wasn't on Tatum or Brown as much as it was on Kemba, right? Kemba goes starts to, uh, you know, the the knee issue, and then Tatum takes off, right? But you still have your, you still have that playmaker in, in 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 Hayward that could set up Tatum and that could set up Brown. You lose that the following year, and then last year, and then last year happened because of COVID and because you never had a, a primary uh, playmaker because Kemba was in and out of the lineup. And now this now this season, no Kemba at all. Like, all right, scratch him from the equation, and now it's like it's Smart, it's Tatum, and it's Brown, and it's like you're splitting up. The playmaking uh, 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 duties, essentially, even though it's supposed to be all just for smart. So I think it's just more pressure that they're putting on themselves, especially Tatum. Mentally, yeah, I mean, we, we, 
we knew it was going to take a, a, a bit for everyone to adjust, right? I mean, and what I mean by that is Marcus Smart taking the keys and being the, the, the starting point guard. I mean, it was going to take a little bit for him to adjust to that. And he also needed everyone to sort of do the same. That's just what Eme's system evokes out of guys, right? To sort of do a little bit more, you know? And those three guys in particular are your main – I mean, the way they divvy it up is sort of – it's right now it's difficult to gauge because Marcus isn't, isn't available. But at the end of the day, I think that has a lot to do with it. And some people may say, well, look, you need another playmaker in here. You need another starting point guard in here. Maybe they do. Maybe – Shooters is another way to make the to expedite the process and give these guys options that could you know, look and that end of that fourth quarter, right? For example, against the Hornets, we used to complain about guys like Tatum and Brown not getting enough touches, not getting enough look. The email system sometimes it's just a little too, you know, we liberal, if you will. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or like look <laughs> in the Brad, even the Brad system in the past, two, right? Right. So then when they do do it, it's like. Well, man, how can they miss all these shots? Well, like, well, which one is it? You know, like, yeah. I don't mind if they have to figure this out. I don't mind if, it, you know, you have to drop a, a couple of games here and there. Let's face it, overall, this past six, seven game stretch has been fairly good, you know, compared to what we've seen, yeah. you know, throughout the entire, like, they've played like a 500 team, you know, they went to lose two, you know, like, that's been the case. So it was nice to see that little momentum there. And I just think this is sort of that game against the Hornets. You know, even though they were able to string together stuff in that fourth quarter and they weren't able to, you know, hit so many open shots, I think that's just, that's just comes with the territory at the end of the day, right? When you got guys like Rozier going off, you know, you know, making sure that everyone remembered that he could still, he's still about that life in the fourth quarter. And you got other guys stepping up big like Ball and, you know, you, you, you're constantly snatching the momentum. I just think it's, it's tough, man. It's difficult. I don't think, the, in other words, I don't think the loss against the Hornets is an indication of, oh, this team is completely reverted back. Yeah, they did in some sense, but at the end of the day, we have to wait and see how they're going to bounce back. But I the, reason I bring, the reason I bring up the Tatum thing is just like a lot of stuff the fans are scratching their heads being like, well, what's going on like with the shooting? Like, Is this going to yeah. be like a thing? And if it is going to be a thing, like, it's just a step back for Tatum as a player you know, at the wrong time when the Southerners need him to, to be at his best. Plus, he, yeah. can't, he can't let getting into foul trouble bother him. He has to figure out a way to like not let that be a distraction. I felt like in the first half he was getting to the to the hoop a lot more, and in the second half, especially that fourth quarter when they cut it down to five a few times, and it just felt like they 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 were settling instead of just taking it in. Like they, the Hornets didn't have they don't have a shot blocker, they don't have any presence in the middle. They barely play defense. The Hornets did yeah, nothing what special. The pissed me off most about that too is like the one <laughs> shot blocker they have. Man, Tatum was blown by that dude. Yeah, Plumley, Plumley dude. He's, you guys afraid on, of Plum? Come on, come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Like it's sort of, Go it's sort of like laziness. Yeah, it's sort Take of something. Let's see, right? Get, put him on a poster a couple times. And yeah, so I just felt like He's poster like, material. Yeah, so it's it was. I felt like it was laziness. And the the Hornets to me did nothing special because the fact that they have four or five guys that can you know give you twenty to thirty on any given night. Like that's what they do. They fucking they're 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 all about offense. They barely play any defense. So. I don't know. I just I feel like it got it got away from them there a little bit at the end, and it was still a winnable game despite Tatum, you know, shooting like shit. But that's what that's what it is. That's that's what it's kind of been when in some of these losses, not all losses, but some of these losses. To to Sway's point about the game not setting back the Celtics, it didn't set them back. Like it is par for the course. Like you're gonna have a stinker every once in a while, but like it was a big game to like you know build momentum. Yeah, to like to like put themselves over. 
if they won that game, then you're talking about okay, you've won six out of seven, right? And then you're talking and they about keep okay, with that. Five hundred. Yeah, shit. yeah. Like, well, like, but what, what have we been saying? It's like, yo, they just got to go on this like this little run of like five or six like straight wins. But you know, they kind of do that, and it's like you're barely getting over five hundred, then you're right back to below five hundred or five hundred or below again, and you just can't get over. They can't get over that hump of of being several games over five hundred instead of one or two. Yeah. Yep. That, that's where we are. So that, that I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not worried about Tatum per se. Like. Uh, as a whole for the season, but I think last night we could have, if Tatum had a good game, but that was a win, right? So that I'm not worried about Tatum either. I just feel like it's a lot of stuff that can be, that can be uh, corrected just by him, like settling in a little bit and kind of let the game come to him sometimes, especially when he's struggling. If he's struggling all game, like if he hit a couple of those threes, yo, all is forgiven. No one's, no one's barely talking about him, you know, uh, having a bad shooting night. It was like, well, he hit him when it, when it counted. And sometimes that's all you need in a game like like against the Hornets. All right, let's see who's up next. Sean, get that schedule out. It's that it's it's just about that time. All right. Yeah, it's about that time. It's time to look ahead. Oh, that's what we're doing. All right. Big game tonight. Trailblazers coming to the Celtics. That to be honest, who who is even playing for the Blazers right now? Robert Car- <laughs> I think I think McCollum is back. <laughs> I don't know how if he's at full strength, but he's back from the uh, collapsed lung. Yeah. Jeez. So wild. Which, which he got diagnosed like right after the Celtics the Celtics, the Celtics played him last out there. So, when it so, rains and pours. Yeah. And, and Robert Covington has been an awful player this year, but he's probably their best player mixed with Norman Powell, which I don't even know. Is Norman Powell back? Uh, he's been injured too. So, so I don't you, even know. You're just gonna skip over you're just gonna skip over my guy, my dude? Oh, Nurkic? He's having a pretty decent season. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty solid. He always is, Sean. Yeah, Nurkic. Nurkic, Nurkic. Yep. Anyways, then, then the... Uh, <laughs> that just shows you what kind of season the Portland Trailways have. Yeah. Uh, then Celtics travel down to Washington to see our future Celtic Bradley Beal. Uh, you know, seeing how th- that team that team has sort of found its level, too. Uh, and then we got the Kings. So three games, uh, two at home. And one in Washington against a team that's sort of flying. Uh, if we're talking about like a bounce back little stretch, <laughs> I feel like we're talking about a bounce back little stretch like every week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's every fucking week. Cross well, your fingers, guys. Right, all right, it's gonna be it. It's gonna be the turn. To, like, I feel like we did that last season too. Every time they got like a little bit. Yo, is this gonna turn the corner? They're gonna turn the corner here. Is this what it's gonna happen? Well, they can't. They can't go four and zero if I said three games. So. <laughs> With you? Are you sure? I, I think they could. Well, so I would definitely say some shit like that. It could be. It could be. Y'all see, see the Kuzma dunk on Embiid, by the way? Yeah. Jeez. Baptized. Wow. That needs to happen. <laughs> no, that needs to happen. Bring him back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going 30 no more after that. MVP of the league. I mean, he scored, scored 50 the very next game. But, you know, it's, you know he's, he's, he's humbled. He's humbled a little bit. Joel Embiid, and that's the dunk on the MVP, man. That's that's. that's I don't know, man. I think it's between him and uh, the Joker, you know, putting up triple doubles like it's nothing. Yeah, but Joker's got that whole uh, the whole fact that uh, he won it last year, and they don't like to do that no more. Oh, 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 so so you know, Andre the Kumpo, he's he's successful from not winning that award again this year because he did it twice already. Well, Giannis, why isn't Giannis? he could do it? 
MVP conversation. He's he real. is. He is. What do you mean? Yeah, the conversation is wide open now. Okay, yeah. Steph, Steph it's, Curry. You it's know, usually at least the it's usually at least ten now. players that you can talk about and can be in the MVP conversation. Well, think about it. About it. It was Steph, Kevin Durant. That's what it was for yeah. the majority of the season up to this point. And now they're both. Steph's not playing. You know, great anymore. Like you know, just he's sort of not yeah, been playing. Out Steph Curry like before. he's in. He's in yeah. a little. Uh, he's in a little. Uh, a slump, if you will. Yeah, you know, great players in a slump. Wow, is that that can happen in the NBA? You kidding me, bro? No, come on. They should trade Steph. No one's saying about trading anybody there, Sean, except for you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, you got these. Got these three teams coming in. The only way we can go four and zero in this three game stretch, sweat, is if they beat the Wizards so bad that Bradley Beal after the game goes, "I'm going to sign with the Celtics next year," and then. Then they go four and zero. That's how you do it. Yeah, I'll talk to him about it. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I'll talk to him about it. I'm be there. Yeah, me, I'm not coming with you, bro. We get the weekend. We get the weekend free, bro. We'll be there. Yo, be don't there. mess with me, man. I told you, you're invited. Take the damn train if you have to. <laughs> 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 yeah, tickets are like seventy five. Oh, I don't know about now, but flights was stupid cheap. So we'll see. There we go. Maybe, right. maybe you can still join it. You, know. you never know. So yeah. What you got? What you got? Free you know. You know, it's got to be three now. They got him. <laughs> right. He's even, he's even having a hard time convincing himself. He's like, come on, they got him. Come on, it's got to be, it's got to be. This no, like- man. I think, I think the uh, the next Celtics winning streak, if there is one, it's going to be sandwiched in between two two episodes of in case. I mean, two episodes of looking ahead. I'm telling you, it's just <laughs> not gonna, not gonna break in your favor. It's just not. It's just no, there's, man. There's always one. There's always one. Time that there's one that carries over. Oh, I'm gonna say it's usually one win from one week, and then the the winning streak carries over, and then there's like a loss at the end of that, and then we go on. You're like, see what I say, guys? Four and zero. I'm like, no, man, that wasn't what you said. You can't be snatching wins from one week yeah, and combining yeah, for real. them. Yeah, man, dragging them over. Plus yeah, one. dragging them over. Yeah, and it seems like and it seems like when we come back on, it's always after a loss. So we like, you know, <laughs> yeah, or someone just like freaking got traded. <laughs> All right, nice work, John. Nice work. <laughs> that's 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 where I'm at. This episode of the College Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year. As we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond, BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. It's BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, let's make our trip around the NBA. Let's wrap up this episode the way we wrap up every single episode here on College Street with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what we miss? Well, Kevin Durant, guys. Uh, it's going to be out, I think, probably like four to six weeks, they're saying. I, you know, that's, yeah. that's a tough is blow that here. Your, is that your MVP? Is that your MVP? Got a sprained uh, left MCL. You know, with uh, good old Kyrie not 
wanting to get vaccinated and having to essentially only play on the road, which they suck, by the way. They're well under 500 on the road. They have great home record, but the Nets, they don't win on the road. So, Well, it's good they have a player to help them out with that, you know? Yeah. but Help turn that, turn that around. Yeah. We shall see if he comes back within that, that time period, but it's not looking good right now for the, uh, the good old Nets. Man, listen, this I'm going to say, say this with confidence. There's zero chance that Kyrie will actually get vaccinated. But if you're James Harden, how, like, if you haven't done it already, how haven't you just sat him down and just say, Kyrie, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what is your okay? fucking problem, guy? All right. We're here now, okay? Durant's out for six weeks. We're sliding down the freaking NBA standings. Bro, I'm going to need you to play in Brooklyn. Like, can you, can we do this, please? Like, well, he'll never do that. Yeah. And, and, and it won't be, it won't be because of, uh, I don't know. It won't be, how, what am I trying to say? <laughs> it won't be because he's so defiant about this. I just think at the end of the day, he won't go back on this because he can't, he can't make himself look like a fool, so to speak. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. And, and the and, Nets, the Nets already met him halfway. They've already compromised. Yeah, so yeah. there's no way so like, back like, we'll, we'll look, if he was, if, if the Brooklyn Nets were still on the high horse, saying, "Look, you either get vaccinated or we don't see you at all." Maybe, maybe he thinks about it. But now that he kind of there's a compromise, he kind of has a fifty fifty. He's not getting vaccinated. Yeah, so I mean the Nets. Yeah, exactly. Like you gave terrible. you 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 gave in to what he wanted essentially, right? So then why right. would you? Why would he go back on that now? It's like, yo, the right. Nets. The Nets got egg yeah. on their face, you know. Uh, he's coming back, you know, technically at the right time because Durant's out. You know how many fucking games they've played together since they've been, since they all have, have teamed up? 16 Seven. games. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Not going to be going in any faster than, you know, 65 times. <laughs> a little something, little something for you, for you, for you black sheep diehards out there. Uh, if, you know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> so yeah so it's like and and it's and, and you know what else too that kills me it's it's like Wait, all on, these would you say 16 yeah 16, 16. Okay, <laughs> 16. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. watch me think seven when i try to go back to that stab like, <laughs> oh no it's always gonna be seven now bro that, all right, so I know. i'm gonna be in the middle of a stupid argument and be like no bro they've only played seven games together <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, so it's like, look, and the thing that kills me is like these fucking talking heads. Four tops. <laughs> gonna be going as fast as sixty-five tops. You know? Sixty-five tops. Seventh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can get it up to like what did you say, like one twenty, but I never do though. <laughs> I'm chasing it. Hurry up! Of, get back there! But chasing the you know a pretty chicken a Ferrari. Uh, Got this shit. guy for banging horses. All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know, like Soy said. Um, so yeah, so what, what kills me is know, these. Uh, really I know <laughs> it's like they, they they really went deep into it. They like banging horses. <laughs> <laughs> Bro ads. Um, uh, talking heads, right? They're just they're more like, no oh, man, Kyrie should should uh should take the sacrifice and, 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 and get vaccinated. And then the other one is like, well, you can't force someone to do, you know, he's really against a vaccine. Yo, he's not against vaccinations. Like, I don't understand why it was, what's so hard for this. Some people to understand he is the voice. And I'm quoting what he's saying, the voice of the voiceless of those that have lost their jobs because they refuse to get vaccinated. So again, if the nets had 
stuck to their guns, maybe Kyrie would have been like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you know, Durant's down. You know, we're falling in the standings. Maybe I should stop being an asshole and actually do what I got to do to play the whole fucking season, like both road and away games. But no, the next day what they did, and he's not going to fucking, he's not going to go back on it. You know how, um, you know how that's, I know I know that's the dumbest thing that anyone's ever said. What Kyrie said is because um, there are literally people that have lost their job so and they didn't get their job back. Exactly. Because they didn't get back. Exactly. So like, like even if the Nets didn't bring him back, he was still going to get paid. He's as soft as, as, oh my God. Like you, uh, like it's such you, a cop out, man. And and then and then like you accept, like if he's the voice of the voiceless and the people that are losing their jobs, then sit there and and retire. Or or give or give away some of your money to these to these people who are jobless. Right. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Won't do that. And the same yeah. people, and the same people are like, yeah, like you know, stand up for what's right. Are the same people that were telling him and ever so many others to shut up and dribble. So so yeah. what are we doing here? Uh, the big thing, the big thing that I see from this whole thing is like it's not a coincidence the fact that the Brooklyn Nets were playing really well while while without Kyrie because they they stood hard, they had a hard stance, and then the second that they decided to back off from that, like I know it it it, it intertwined with Kevin Durant sort of going but down. They were still first though in the in but the East when they had, they had him come back, which I don't understand. You know what I like to call that? That's karma. called karma. Yeah. Like you, you, you had a chance to to make a stand, and yeah, you, 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 is Kyrie one of the best point guards in the NBA? Yeah, definitely. You want him on your team? Yeah, definitely. But if you're making everyone else get a get a vaccine, and then you let him play on the team, I just couldn't even imagine like the morale of that squad who had. Well, that- it's just, it's kind of the same thing with 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 Boston. Like Danny Ainge, they gave him everything he fucking yeah. wanted, and he yeah. still bounced. He still was like, uh, "I'm out." And that's just the the, the way he big- is. That's the type of person that he is. Like he expects um, to get everything that he's 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 asked for, but he doesn't he doesn't have to you know do whatever he doesn't want to do. Yep, and that was a big thing that I said when when the whole Kyrie thing was going down. It was like, yo, I just don't really like the fact that 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 that, that whole All Star thing. Where like, no, <laughs> what a douche! What a, douche, what a way! What a douche comment to start something. You know, that was a great thing that I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who the I'm fuck says, Who talks like that? Who the fuck says that? You know, who talks like that. <laughs> Kyrie talks like that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's the anti-Kyrie because Danny Ainge... Yeah, just give yourself a pound in the bag, why don't you, bro? If Paul Pierce, in, in the Danny Ainge days, before the big three, and even with Danny the big Ainge. Danny Ainge is there and, and he goes, hey, Danny, I'm injured and I know I haven't played the last 10 games, but like I'm going to play in the All-Star game, so you got to be cool with that, or I'm, I'm out. What do you think Danny Ainge is going to say to Paul Pierce? To, what do you mean? Though? You think that's what happened? Legit, anyone? Yo, Ky- Kyrie Irving was injured, and he decided to say, "I'm still going to play in the All Star game, and then I'm going to still be injured after that. I'm not going to play for the Celtics." Like they allowed that to happen when they could have said, "No, we're we're not. If you play, you're going to get suspended. You're going to do this X X Y and Z," and they didn't. So Kyrie's just gotten like Kyrie gets his way because. No one says no. Well, that's what happens in the NBA? Though. No, it's just the NBA. It's the NBA. Yeah. And Kyrie knows it's the NBA, so he can make yeah. his think, but at the same time, 
He's one of the best best point guards in the NBA. No, but so. I, but I no, but like but look, as weird as one of the best point guards I've ever witnessed. Yeah, as, as weird as this, as weird as it sounds, what I'm, what I'm about to say, I would understand more if he was against the vaccination. Fine, to each his own. That's fine, Tabing. But the fact that he's like, no, no, guys, he and he he'll he'll make it crystal yeah. clear to people. I'm, I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti the fact that people are losing their jobs, and I'm the voice for those people. That's what he keeps fucking, you know. But he's still getting paid, and he got his job back. Exactly. <laughs> so, what did he accomplish, really? He accomplished. He all, the only thing that he accomplished was the fact that the NBA um, has different standards for worker, uh, like worker acceptance and worker standards. If you're good versus if you're bad, like I don't care if you're a, you're like right. a union, your number one rep in your union. Like a steelwork union that probably in certain states can't work, can't get into a job because they're not vaccinated, could be your best steel worker. He's it's they're not bending the rules for that guy. But the NBA, they bend the rules for him. The Brooklyn yeah. has the rules for him. And that's that's a problem, bro. That's a that's a yo, fundamental yo, problem. And not only that, no, that's gonna come to bite him in the eyes because what do you think James Harden's gonna do when, when the offseason comes? And yeah. they and they didn't go far in the playoffs. You think he's gonna resign? You think he's gonna, no. you know, Stay there for another four more years. I think he's going to go to KD and be like, "Yo, get this guy out of here, and let's bring someone else in that wants to play with us." Like, if you want me to fucking resign here, like we we need to fix this because you guys done lost all your fucking draft picks to get me here, and now this douchebag, you know, is he's dancing to the beat of his own drum. Yeah. See, I think he's gassed enough that he thinks him and him and uh, Durant are enough, and he's like, "Whatever Kyrie, we give him Kyrie is a bonus." Well, I don't know. That's just me. No, I know, but but I, but, I but think, what, what is the Durant thing? I just think when I just think when exactly I just think when Kyrie when I mean uh, when Durant's not in the picture, then like, well, what are we doing? Here? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, uh, you 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 hope that Durant comes back sooner rather than later. But it, what if he's not right when he comes back? And then what? It's just like, oh no, Kyrie. You know what Kyrie's gonna say? No, I'm here. It's cool. We, we got this. Even but though I only play half the games. Technically, this is year three of KD in Brooklyn. Yeah, I know. But, but he signed his extension though, so he's good. But James Harden hasn't signed an extension. They haven't even they haven't even offered Kyrie an extension. So then, how, what's the future looking like in Brooklyn if you ain't gonna win it but this like, year? But for real, like, what is what is even keeping KD from saying, okay, this isn't working out. I I want out. Like, well, I, I mean, but you got where's gonna go? Yeah, you have a better chance of having people come to you than him going somewhere else. Sure, yeah, but, but if you're stuck, if you're stuck with with people like Kyrie and a disgruntled you know Harden, how far are you gonna go? Yep, I don't think you're gonna go too far, and I I think this year is gonna be really an eye opener for them. When you know the Eastern Conference is is very competitive, say what you will, but the top, I mean, take uh, what the Bulls. Look, look, as bad as bad as like it it seems right now for for Celtics fans, they're only like five and a half, six games out of first place. I was gonna say six games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're what tenth right now, the Celtics, and 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 Brooklyn is what like third right now. Like yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of wide open. I think the way the way things will probably shake out is that Chicago. Well, Chicago's probably screwed right now too with their yeah, injuries. Yeah, and then but I think the Bucks will probably be the best team. Philly will be right behind them. They'll probably have um, you know some competition there from. Honestly, Milwaukee and Philly are probably, uh, and maybe Miami. Maybe Miami because they're starting. They're starting to you know to starting to, to click. They're yep. starting to click. You know, again, again, a little run. But, but like, yeah, no. Um, those, are, those are your top tier teams. If yeah. 
if there's, there's no KD and there's half Kyrie and the rest of that team is sort of Brooklyn, uh, and then you don't have uh, Lonzo Ball and you don't have Zach Levine for a long stretch, there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the East being now wide open again. Yeah. Lonzo, and, Lonzo's probably out four to six weeks because, uh, you know, he, he, need, he needs surgery. Jam said six to eight. Uh, Woj said four to six. I don't know. Who who, who are we battling here between Woj and Shams? Oh, oh. <laughs> Why don't you say four to eight? <laughs> it's the battle we've all been waiting for. The battle we've all been waiting for. The, the breaking news gurus, if you will. Uh, no, Levine, too. Levine is, don't know what's going to happen with him, with his knee injury, the same knee that he he, he had a torn ACL a few years back in. So it's not. It's not as uh as it's 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 not a tight race. It's I mean it is a tight race. It's, it's more wide open than people think. So that being said, the Celtics should be as motivated as ever to make a run. Yeah, right. I agree. So we'll see what happens. All right. In case you missed it, Chandler Parsons has retired officially from basketball after uh, having several career-ending injuries over the last few years. <laughs> you just butt the spaz in three. <laughs> but no, the reason why... No, no, the reason why this is... Listen, listen. The reason why this is news... Listen, listen. The reason why this is news... I thought he died, bro. <laughs> I thought he... I thought he was in coffin flop. Like, listen, listen. The reason why this is the reason why this is news, bro. I thought it just fizzled out. Yeah, no. The reason why the reason why this is news is because he. What time? What team has was he on when he retired? It, well, he, he hasn't played. He hasn't played. His last team that he played for was the Hawks. Well, he was. I don't think he even played for the Hawks. He got traded to the Hawks, <laughs> but he didn't play the 2019-20 season, the, the bubble season. It all started when you signed that ridiculous contract. Yeah. Like, are we are we gonna now next week? Are we gonna talk about like Brandon Jennings retiring? <laughs> but listen, if I let me fucking tell you why it's news. <laughs> all right, it's career. You know, he Joe's digging right now. He's like, fuck it. What, what do I say about the kid? <laughs> he won a settlement from the NBA because he was he sued the NBA because he said the reason why he had to call it a career was because he got into a, a car accident. So he got a su- substantial oh. amount. From the NBA, so that he could so that he could officially retire. And when you officially retire, you get benefits. All right. Did he hire Barry Feinstein? I don't know. Yeah, just ask Sebastian Telfair about the benefits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Big Baby could help out there too. You know, (laughs) joking. (laughs) Tony Allen. (laughs) Why is there so many former Celtics? Like they're just. They just schemas over here, bro. Milt fucking Palacio had like all people, dude. I thought he was like the nicest dude dude ever. I'm like, bro, you got two. You had. Freaking two ten days. Like, wait, <laughs> why do you have benefits? What's how, going on? How, how like they up? signed you from the CBA. Like the CBA doesn't exist yeah. anymore. How if me- you didn't make the greatest game winning shot of all time, you would have got the second ten days. Let's be honest, you wouldn't. Yeah. No one would even know who you are. You know, <laughs> not one person will remember Mil Palacio if he didn't make that one shot. Literally, I judge people by how long they've been a Celtics fans if they know Mil Palacio or not. Like that's where I cut. That's my cutoff. That's my cutoff. Yep. <laughs> also, also, you don't know. He said that's my cutoff. If, that's my cutoff. If you're if you don't know who Mil Palacio is, you're a post KG Celtics fan, right? That's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But we like to differentiate around. Yeah, one thousand. And you know what? I'm sure that the the court was like looking at it like, okay, so you want benefits, but you know, <laughs> really, really, uh, you know. Because you know, because he was still getting paid that that fucking crazy deal, so yeah, 
they're like they're like Chandler, you really can't get the benefits until you retire. It's pretty, you know, pretty standard thing. And then all of a sudden that huge scandal drops and they're like, Wow. Okay. Yeah. Give Chandler Parsons anything he fucking wants. <laughs> at least his asshole played a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, at least El Palacio was, was was getting benefits and not only getting benefits, but scamming his benefits scheme. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's seven, and it, he got seven root canals. Like, and is the, it, I know, right? Who the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, how was that even possible? How was that even okay. possible, dude? <laughs> what is wrong with your mouth? How much <laughs> Novocaine can one man take? You know? Like, and why all of a sudden you want to get that taken care of after your career is done? Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, in the same week. Yeah, yeah, no. To 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 in 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 uh, Parsons' defense here, you know, he was involved in the in the. In the in a car accident in 2020, right? In January 2020, so, you know, it is what it is. No, he was trashed way before that. No, I know that, but it's just, we're talking about, like, interfering with him getting money because he, he suffered career-ending injuries. Well, his career ended way before the career-ended injuries, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think once those three stuff falls, bro, I think it was a wrap after that. Yeah, because he, he was... Uh, with, da- with Dallas had a big... It was Houston, Dallas, Memphis... And then the Atlanta. But who signed him to the deal? Was it Dallas? Dallas. No. Memphis did. Longest Chandler Parsons segment ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, there was there was talk. we I'm sure if we go back in the archives, we talked about Chandler Parsons as a possible trade, bargain deal trade for the Celtics at one point. No, no, it was probably to like to sign him because he was getting he was for like two or three years in Houston, he was getting paid like five hundred thousand dollars a season. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, in case you missed it, the NBA will keep the 10 day hardship contracts in place through February 17th leagues. Uh, you know, they were told in a, in a memo recently, that extension was from, uh, the original January 19th, uh, deadline that the league had, had put into place, obviously because of, uh, all the players catching COVID. Speaking of hardship contracts. Celtics need to go and sign Isaiah Thomas. I've been saying this for they gotta break the curse. They gotta do it. Gotta- if this Marcus Smart thing was long term, I'd say yeah. Well, I am saying yeah regardless, but well, I mean the, he's he's out the, of protocol. The man. likelihood of the Celtic doing it, I think it's is it's, it's like, slim to none. If Marcus was out for like six weeks, I think you'd have to at this point. Come on. You Brad have knows. to. Brad knows it's cursed, but he just wanna believe it. He knows deep down. I don't know. I'm still on the whole thing. If you're if you're Isaiah Thomas, you you coming back to the Celtics after they? Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, one thousand percent, bro. You really think he wouldn't? You think he would decline an invite? I just don't think. No, but I don't think that he's <laughs> looking. Be- he's looking for the Celtics to do that, and the Celtics are not going to offer it to him either. So I don't know. So you feel like Isaiah Thomas would turn down a contract? I didn't say turn it down. I just don't think the Celtics are going to offer, and he's and he's not looking. He's not going to be like, guys, come on, sign me. I'll just I'll I'll play whatever role you want me to play. I think Isaiah is saying that to all 30 teams in one way or another, you know? Yeah, he definitely He just is. wants an opportunity. Uh, what else you missed? All right, in case you missed it, uh, the uh, third fan returns for the All-Star Games are in, and I'm just going to say the top five right now that are leading in all all voting in, in both conferences. Uh, number five is uh, Jokic at just over $4 million. Ante de Kumpo at number four okay. at just over $5 million. KD at uh, 5.4 million, uh, Curry number two at six million, and LeBron James at 6.8 million so far with a third 
fan returns. And uh, Jalen Brown, Jaylen the, uh, Brown now, by the way, like, is top 10 right now in the, uh, in what's the cards. Up with the, what's up with the Lakers? Uh, are, they, are they benching their all-star point guards now? What's going on? What's up with that? Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was huge. Is that a thing? Is that like the... Uh, yeah, for, is, that, uh, is, that like, is that is that the proverbial like you know like like LeBron like tapped his nose you know what I mean like yo, yeah. <laughs> Vogel no. Vogel said he no. just went with the the players that were playing better at that moment. Hint hint. So uh, neither one of y'all neither one of y'all saying that uh, LeBron pulled the trigger on that one. Though. No, one thousand percent LeBron pulled the trigger on that one. And also uh, now I think that they're gonna do they're gonna try to trade the untradeable contract. And probably get away with it because LeBron James, and they're going to get a better player nah, somehow. Nah, I don't. I don't think it's. Man, Sean, I don't think that anything to do with. Love it. I don't think anything to do with 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 LeBron because that's admitting that he was wrong for making them get Russell Westbrook. No, no and, well, and, he's done and, that before, Joel. No, but he's on, he's but, got, but on top he of that, had people shopped out of L.A. before. Yeah, that's bro. fine, but out of LA no, but what it, it, not, he is not afraid. He is not afraid to say that he was wrong if he can get someone out on listen the but listen though but then what is that what what about him wanting vogel out because he's not they're not coming to his defense no vogel almost got canned last year not not last year the year they won the championship if the if the if the season didn't shut down vogel wasn't gonna last on that team well we all know we all know what the what team what what the team wanted as who they wanted as a coach they wanted jason kidd but they couldn't hire him straight out because of his you know criminal whatever history or past or whatever you want to call it. So they were banking on Vogel to fuck up so that, you know, they get rid of him and then Jason Kidd slides on up in there. But it is what it is what it is now. And I don't think Vogel is like this end all be all when it comes to, you know, top coaches in the league. I get, I get it. They won the championship in the bubble, but yeah. I mean, I don't see something like that happen mid season, but summertime, you never know, depending on how this year ends. No, I, I, I think that I think that if I'm a betting man, Westbrook is not on the Lakers after the trade deadline. Like they will do something because they're the Lakers. Oh, Westbrook! Oh no, that might happen. I was talking about Vogel. I think Vogel oh. Vogel stays to the rest of the year. No, yeah, Vogel. yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But I just uh, I think I think this dude trying to make shocked, I think I LeBron trying to make Vogel look good. That's not doesn't make him look good if he doesn't want Vogel there at some point. You get what I'm saying? I don't think that I don't think that I don't think that LeBron is on a anti Vogel kick. I think he's really realizing, like you know, whatever you want. Uh, well, I'll save LeBron any day of the week, but he's having a really good. Yes, no, he is having a good season. No one, I don't think anyone's the, and, negating that. But, but like, like the team overall is that wasn't put together and well. Also, also, this is what happens when Celtics fans can relate to this. This is what happens. <laughs> okay, trial and error. Trial and error. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis can't be your second best player because he's going to be injured for a very long time during regular seasons. He just always is. Every single year, you got to plan for it. And if you don't have that, if you have a guy like Westbrook, plus, uh, plus the, only, the only the only other contract you could trade Westbrook for is the guy who originally got traded for to begin with a, a couple years ago. It was is it is John Wall? Yeah, no, take <laughs> John Wall. LeBron would take John Wall over Russell Westbrook right now. I think that's a that's a fact. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what else we missed? All right, in case you missed it, last but not least, I I found this uh, this story hilarious, but not not at all surprising, right? Um, Brendan Brendan Haywood, right, the formerly of the of the Wizards back in the day, was talking about how how Gilbert used to <laughs> Gilbert Arenas used to really haze uh, these rookies, you know, back in the day. And uh, do you remember a, a good old 
Andre uh, Blatch, right? You know, one of KG, yeah. one of KG's boys. Eventually, they became you know good friends later on in, in Brooklyn. So when 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 uh, Andre was a rookie in in Washington, uh, according to Haywood, Gilbert took a dump in uh, Blatch's shoes, and it wasn't just. <laughs> It wasn't just a regular like you know I'm a shit on them and then he he knows that shit on them. No, he lifted you know the uh, you know the, the the art support that comes in the shoe. <laughs> like, yeah. So he like took that out first, took a shit, and then put the arch back on top of the doo doo, and just left it for him to put his foot in without realizing that there was shit already in the shoe. Jesus. So you know, um, apparently this this is just one of like the the lower end of the pranks that uh. Gilbert would do, would play on 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 the rookies back in Washington before he started see, bringing guns, old, before he started see, bringing guns to the arena, you know. See, that's an old soul right there, right? That's a guy who sticks <laughs> to his roots. You know what I mean? Up. Sticks to the roots. The importance of team hazing for the youngest. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see that anymore in the NBA. You, know, you just don't. You know, you don't. You don't. You don't see you know players being sent to the store to get peanut butter and jelly. And making right. the whole damn team peanut butter and jelly sandwiches right. before a game. You don't see that no more. Tough, tough love. Like you send the rookie out to go buy like <laughs> buy, buy, really buy Hennessy in the middle of the night. You this know? really happens. No, not even like no. You send him to go buy poker chips, and then you don't even invite him to the game. Like that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, you slam the door in that dude's face, and like, yo, deuces, bro. That's all we needed you for. We don't. You thought that was an invite, my guy? No, we need these chips to play. And you need to step. Like you know what I mean? Like or, or Gary Payne. Gary whether Payne making someone buy something or whether you know doing number two in the guy's shoot. I mean, it's all relative. Yeah, or, or like, or like you know, sending a teenager to go to a, a club to get you know a bottle of liquor at three in the morning, and <laughs> and not letting the dude you know party with you after you get it. Right. Nah, man, I think you guys are missing the point here. That they Gilbert, doing that. Gilbert Arenas pooped in a guy's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of the story. <laughs> No, nah, you think he did it though? I don't know. Gilbert, he strikes me the type to to throw a ball boy like five hundred dollars to do it, and dude was just like bad. Nah, yeah, it sounds like the way that the way that uh, this dude was telling the story. It sounds like I think he's he saw him like he witnessed it. Yeah, you take that, you take the shoe into the bathroom and like put it on top of the toilet just in case anything else comes out. You know, Yo, Gilbert's a weird dude. No chill, Gil. Such a weird dude. Um, Gil. Yeah, you you do you do wonder where that nickname came from, but now I don't. <laughs> but uh now i don't so yeah could you imagine Take could you imagine whatever's worth sliding your foot into your basketball high top oh. Dude, my day's done bro. oh oh if if there's oh it's all warm and shit <laughs> what if someone did that to your cleats sean what would you do college? I, I, bro i don't know what i would do I don't. See, that would make a lot more sense. Like that's the college thing you do. <laughs> that's the college thing. The Gilbert Gilbert went to Arizona. Yeah, he was in college. But... No, but that's but that's one. Uh... Imagine what he was doing over there. Yeah, that's one hell of a step though from doing that to shitting somebody's shoe to you know threatening to kill somebody in the locker room over a poker game. You know, well, I'll put it. Guns. I'll put it this way too. Now that I know that Gilbert Arenas pooped in someone's shoe, what else? That's been going on in the NBA locker rooms that we don't know about. Like, I'm telling you. What happens in the locker room, Sean, stays in the locker room. Can't wait. So the uh, the book comes out, right? All right, that's going to do it for this edition of uh, In Case You Missed It. Hit us up on uh, all social media platforms at Causeway Street. 
Okay. Check us out on CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Will do. And subscribe to our Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash Causeway for our yeah. exclusive content, exclusive yeah. giveaways, and all types of good shit that we like to call the after hours. All right. Season, season two is up, right, for the after hours? That's right. Season two just kicked off. Uh, first episode came out this week. Of course, we got uh, more of that coming up next week. And, um, yeah, another episode of um, One on One with Joe Sway, man. So, guys, uh, check it out. All season two. And, obviously, you can catch up on season one. Just subscribe. Let's do it. Yeah. We got all 40 episodes of season one. And uh, our bonus content right now is currently available. So you guys can get a little taste of what you uh, what you would sign up for. Uh, that's a really funny episode. A little, a little, <laughs> yeah, a little should, sample. A little sample. And remember, you guys should check that out. <laughs> we give away free jerseys. Yes. That's right. So uh, we're doing the next giveaway. I want to do it by, uh, let's say the All-Star break. So that gives everyone plenty of time to sign up. And again. Um, Hopefully Bobo will have a jersey by then. By just subscribing. You immediately entered your name into the raffle. So, what number is Bobo? The announcer's number? <laughs> Ninety-nine. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know what the fuck the number is. Cry would shake his head. Man. He went like that. Nah, he just should, like, just he like he shook his head when Taco used it. He should just go sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. That's it. Imagine Bobo. Bobo number sixty-nine jersey. There you go. No, it's gonna be like sixty-four or something. It's gonna be mad random. Like yeah, something seven, like seventy-two. <laughs> Or who was 88? Who the hell was 88? That was Antoine for like two games. Antoine Walker. Before, right. he, before yeah. he paid uh, Al Jefferson to, to give him back his eight. Give him the eight. Yeah. yeah. Like it. There you go. I, I'm good with 88. He confused so many old men in New England watching. The first thing. He's like, is that, Eric, is that Eric Lindros over there? No, no, no. They were the like, guy? they were like, is my eyes getting worse or do I see two eights in that jersey? I thought he was number eight. Let's go on. What's going on here? <laughs> is that like a zero and an eight? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. Ball, ball. <laughs> All right. I think it's forced though. I, I, that, that, that's trying to be more exciting. I have toned it down. You saw my reactions. Yeah. Well, and then uh, your dream kind of got your, your realization kicked in when you realized that you know, he's probably not going to play this season and yeah. probably not going to suit up for the Celtics ever. That's a tough one to swallow, but I still think that he'll be here next year. So I'm just looking forward to Summer League now, bro. Nah, I just love how. Uh, Stevens and, and, and Udoka, you know, they're trying to sell it. Like, no, no, it's, it's, it's a good pickup here, you know? It's like, oh, okay. It's a great, it's a great pickup. Yeah, I bet it is. Now all they need to do is go get Moses Brown back and everything will be fine in the world. Nah, man. <laughs> Dallas made it. Let's just, just have the Celtics just, just stack up seven footers. Yeah. Dallas, <laughs> Dallas made, his, made his fucking contract, you know, guaranteed for the rest of the season. You know, I'm, I was pretty pissed well, off it, about that. Maybe they should play the motherfucker. I know. Like, what are you guaranteeing his contract for? Let him yeah, fucking Sean, Sean won't be happy until he sees three seven-footers in the front court. That's <laughs> all I want. Tana and Brown in the back court. That's it. That's, 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 that's how you end the game right there. The, the, the lineup is the lineup is uh, Bol <laughs> Moses Brown, Al Horford, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. There you go. <laughs> Banner 18. playing the three. Banner 18 right there. I was playing the three. Banner 18 right there. Bobo's, Bobo's the point guard in that situation, too. Just... <laughs> it's just Tatum and Brown average like seven fucking at least turnovers a night. <laughs> like, Bobo, you got the brain, bro. It's your offense. All right. And uh, as always, Black Lives Matter. 
stop aging hate and let's wish for peace in the middle east and until next time we're out later